The following is a Breaks Media Podcast. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Beck Easy. Hi, everybody. It's your girl, Joanne. Hey, guys. It's Trell, and this is... The team! And it is just us this week. It is. It's been a very, very long time. I think we had a guest <laughs> almost every episode last year. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, yeah. 90% of our episodes, we had a guest. Yeah, so it's just the three amigos today. You know, figure started off right. Sure. Our first episode of the year. Right. How was everybody's weekend? I had a good weekend. Last weekend, um, I had a self-care weekend, um, so I just stayed in the house and just relaxed, and I spent the whole weekend sick, so being in the house was good. <laughs> That's a, yeah. That's a blessing. Um, this weekend's been pretty chill as well. Friday, we had dinner for Dom's birthday. Yep, whoop. Her and um, her and brother. Jabbar, her brother yeah, turned Jabbar. 21. Yeah, he's officially <laughs> an adult now, yeah, so that yeah, was so that was a good time, and then we went over to uh, Rise. Mm-hmm. That was downtown. cute. Downtown, that was fun. Yesterday was. I just chilled. Today I had a little outing and just chilling. Yeah. How about you, Joe? My weekend did the same thing you guys did on Friday. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> on Saturday I just hung out with one of my friends and that was pretty much it. Which friend? I don't know. <laughs> one of them. <laughs> oh, you don't know. Oh, okay. Yep. Same dinner on Friday. Went to the club on Friday as well. Yesterday, I had went to my trainer, and then I did some shopping around with my mom and my brother. But I was asleep in the bed at, like, 5.30. Then I woke up at 10 o'clock, stayed up till about midnight, and then fell asleep again. So I've been well-rested and or at work almost every chance that I can because right, I got to get this money. Right. Starting your off right. Right. So, Joe, you got a line for us this I week? I do. I'm shifting the lines for a couple weeks, you know. If you didn't catch this on the last episode of the year. Right. <laughs> right. But that had nothing to do with... That this was, was more... Tweet. Yeah. That was more so the last... When I said that I'm, you know, not really doing J... Z lyrics, I mean, as for me spitting them every day, not right. necessarily to drop the lines. Uh-huh. However, um, I'm currently in consecration. Yeah. So one of the things that I chose to give up was secular music. So wow. I figured um, if I am not listening to <laughs> secular music, I'm not going to have secular music and drop that line. Uh-huh. So today's line is going to be the nights that I cried, you love me. When I should have died, you love me. I never know why. Kurt Franklin. No, Trinity 5-7. Well, it's different versions. The version I'm thinking of in my head is Kurt Franklin. Franklin, And this is an old album. Yes. What is what you say? Love. Love. That's the name of the song? What's the album is that on? Um, Probably. Is that with Stomp and all of that? Okay. But yeah, you know, remember album. what's the um? You know how every um, Easter all, yeah. or Resurrection Sunday <laughs> we dance and it had that it part was, in um, there. The, the name of that group that we danced to was called God's Chosen. Okay, yes, I think yes. that's the name of the that's group. That's the song, and the name of the song is Love. Yeah, Trinity yeah. Five Seven probably remade it from Kirk because this is like a 1996. <laughs> it's right. possible, you know, they will be remade. But yeah, the one that she's talking about is called um, God's Chosen. That's yeah. our go-to yeah. Easter song. It's been a while, definitely. Yeah, love that. Song. Okay, Joe, thank you for that. That was a good one. Yeah. When she first tweeted it, Danny was like, I'm going to have to sit this one out because <laughs> I don't know, no gospel song. <laughs> and I'm like over here, like, I hope it ain't nothing new because, right. you know, 
levels levels well thank you Jeff for that <laughs> no problem that was a good one so yeah hot topics I'm just gonna keep the theme flowing today um so our first hot topic is Meg and Prince Harry yeah oh yeah the fact that they're stepping back from the royal family yeah that was big um Prince Harry said you know that I'm gonna do everything I can to protect my family and if you know what I know then you will understand right. why. Like I'm this uh, this other underlining thing. Right. right, why I'm stepping back. And what's so funny to me is as soon as they announced they're stepping back, their um, their statutes, I don't know what you call it, their mm-hmm. statue, their yeah, their wax figure in the museum in um, London was removed from the royal family. I'm like, oh, whoa, no it time. could be like, a process right. from stepping back, you right. know, gradual. Right. But right. it was and I like, think that's what they were saying. And that's, like, that is what they were process. saying. So, right. It should have just been like, once they were officially back, okay, now let's remove it. I mean, right. they Whatever should it stay. Like, I feel like they could have just stayed. Absolutely. Because yeah. they're still a part of the royal family. Right. They're just not, you know, actively, actively in duty. Right. Right. So they took it out completely because I thought when I was reading the no, way they it moved read them. To me, it was like they just moved them. They moved separate. them. They moved them away from the royal family. So they're still in there in somewhere, the as if they're not the a corner. part of the family. Still. Yeah, that's OD because they still. Yeah, but they said that um, Prince Harry was already saying in like 2007, like he wanted to do his own thing. I mean, he joined the military for God's sakes. Like <laughs> you can, it's always the first kid is always the one that like abides by the rules and does the right thing and it's always like the middle child or the younger child is like look i'm gonna do my own thing right i'm not y'all not gonna tell me what to do so like it kind of was already there the way he was partying and stuff remember when he was younger so he was always going against the grain he's definitely his mother's child but his older brother was a part of the military too so he followed in his brother's footsteps but his brother is more clean cut and kind of even though he may not he may agree with his brother but his his older brother is going to follow the rules and regulations right. and not ruffle any feathers. But Harry mm-hmm. is like, yeah, I'm not about to do to my wife what you did to my mother. I'm not right. having exactly. it. Exactly. Right. So and, um, yeah. Mother Unicorn, shout out to I Said No Podcast. She had said, she had did a video, um, when he wants you, he'll get you. Yeah. And so she mentioned that, like, he sees the turmoil that, you know, this royalty is doing to his wife and it's trickling down to his children and he made the executive decision to say, look, I'm not about to have that. Y'all not about to do what you did to my mother, to my family. And the buck stops here basically. Right. right. And I so respect it. Right. Like back in October, they had, he initiated illegal proceedings against the British news media or whatever. And one of the things he mentioned was because I know basically like, yeah, I had a part in my mother's death. My mother's death. death. Yeah. I respect that. The paparazzi chased his mother. Yeah, I know. And why, this is why they got in that car accident, because mm-hmm. the paparazzi would not her. let it let her be. Yeah. And yeah. remember I said they was going to try to blame this Always. shift on Megan? They're calling Always. it Megxit. Like, that's like what they named it. Like, they're blaming oh, that's it. cute. Yeah. But basically you're saying it's all because of her, because you... Like, they both making this decision together as right. husband and wife. But you know it's always like that, even with regular day. Mm-hmm. It could be your, your son always- who says, I'm not going to the birthday party, but it'll be like, oh, you ain't go because your, your wife, wife didn't want to go. Right. It's just always going to be a but problem. But they're making a smart exit. They um mm-hmm. they trademarked um the royal... Sussex Royal, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, they're making money on their own, and mm-hmm. Megan got an offer to do a Disney. voice over for Disney and you know Disney pays yeah but apparently so they're giving money to a charity though oh okay that's how they're paying her 
Oh, okay. That's going to be you're donating to the charity, and I forgot. But go in the shade room because that's where I saw it. Right. I've seen it too. I've seen it too. Like, okay, oh, that's sis, fun. That's, that's where I weird. saw it. Like, so they're not paying her directly. They're giving the money towards a charity. A charity they that's, that's of her choosing or something. Oh, like, she don't something need the that money? happened to do with um, no. preserving the elephant. Something with the elephants. Right. Make sure they don't, you know, be Why hunted. They and they say they wanted to independently live and independently finance themselves, right. basically. Right. Like, right. I respect it. I like, do you, whatever works for right. you and your family. And you know, family, they're serious it. because they left the child in Canada and they went back to um, the Buckingham pa- mm-hmm. Palace to talk to the queen. Right. They're like, yeah, we're not bringing the child. We're going to come in, tell you what we're going to do, and we're going to leave. Right. I get it. I'm all for it because I'm not a fan. Keep it going. Yeah, apparently they have been talking about, they have brought it up, and they was like, we want to see like a proposal basically first and i guess the queen is like she's for it if his dad supports it that's the only way that she's gonna support them i guess i'm a grown i'm grown i can do what i want but anywho it's gonna be a whole process so we'll see what happens we shall see what happens moving along so there's been a little controversy in um social media lonnie love from the real made a comment the other day and she said a lot of black men don't know how to be faithful because of their because they have so much money, they have power, they abuse their power, they abuse their money. Well, let's quote her correctly because this is one of my points. Right. It says a lot of black men don't know how to have true faithful relationships. They have money, power, and feel they can treat women any kind of way. And she also you said. She also said that she was also attributing it to slavery. the history of slavery and families being broken apart. And right. we still don't, what she said is we still don't know how to basically maintain a family. And so when Charlemagne was like, I disagree. Like, first of all, you didn't even listen to the whole thing because the way it was said, it was true, comma, faithful, comma, relationships. So true relationships along with faithful relationships. Mm-hmm. She didn't just say all black men cheat and they just automatically attributed it to like, Oh, it's not all black men. Um, black men. It's not just black men. Right. People cheat because they want to cheat. I guess it all derived from, um, Joe Budden saying he could see why Kevin Hart cheated mm-hmm. on his wife. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. one? Both he cheated on the both. second I think one. You're talking about the recent one. Um, yeah, talking about some documentary. Just yeah, yeah. I guess he said something like, "Oh, my boys were around" or something like. Try to blame it on that. It just mm-hmm. was stupid. Yeah, I think her point in itself was good. I think the main thing is because she tried to she's trying to generalize it to just black men, right? And even when um, Adrian, Adrian was like, "You know, that's like a across, uh, the, board. across the board," and it is. She was just like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, it's black men. Right. So I think that's the problem. But the statement that she said is, is it's true. true. Black men do cheat. <laughs> but I think we it, know a few. Right. Table, so I listen. Yes. I think the reason why she shut Adrian down is because she was talking particularly only about black men. Right. It and then she like, talked about, talk about slavery. It's like, yeah. y'all wasn't yeah. in slavery. Spanish yeah. wasn't She slavery wasn't like, like, she was talking about all men. It was kind of like right. an all she, lives matter moment with that. Yeah. But, right. but I do get why everybody is upset because that's what everybody's saying is that she's saying it's just black men whole time she got a white husband she married to her oppressor you know so on and so forth she married him apparently i don't know oh. that's, what, that's what i'm tweeting just what the tweets i'm saying i don't know if she married or not oh, I don't but know it was like well married. she married to her oppressor and she's talking <laughs> about black men she you know yeah. but it just i mean it's a healthy conversation to have yeah i mean i feel like Charlemagne, the fact that he like emphasizes black men don't cheat and they got this whole movement and they had the whole song and everything. Clearly it happens. So like, why, why is it a problem? 
you literally say black men don't cheat. We got a whole hashtag, club, a whole yeah, club. a membership card. But now you <laughs> mad because she's saying it's black men. It's not all black men. It's some like, right? And like how does that know it, it is some, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right? Just stop cheating. The fuck, right? And then it wouldn't even be a, the narrative. It would not have to be a narrative. And I think that's what Monica was trying to say to him when she was on their episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, on the Breakfast Club before, like. Yo, y'all really think this is a joke, like, but you're not really making these men accountable for right. X, Y, and Z. There's always excuses. And I, for one, I say this all the time, there's just nothing that is going to make me be like, okay, I understood why he cheated. Because I feel like you could just leave. It's a decision you can being end, made. And I know it's not as simple as I'm just going to pack up my stuff and leave, but you can leave. Absolutely. So there's no reason to go and cheat and I'm just not going to accept that there is. Mm-hmm. It's separation. It's a bunch of things. So you many can live things. in the house the same, but still is so many different things that can be done prior right. to you making that decision. Right, exactly. But you don't just be fall into it. Right, exactly. <laughs> Trail, you rooting for anybody? Black? Yeah, it's sort of positive note and it's kind of on brand with this whole conversation and the theme of today's episode. I asked you guys to submit if you had any couples that you were rooting for. And this week we're going to be rooting for <coughs> our friends, Haley and Bosky, a.k.a. Yay. or BKA Eric. Yep. Um, he messaged I love me them. and quote unquote, it says the story is better than the synopsis. I promise. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but they met when we were. I'll read what he said exactly. We met when we were about 15, 16, started going out and we had this friendship that seemed unbreakable. Of course, I did some dumb shit, messed everything up, but our feelings for each other never left. We broke up in 2007. Jump forward, January 26, 2019. We're a part of this narrative. Many times for many reasons. (laughs) That was a great night. Um, After watching each other go through relationships, having kids, being best friends, etc. We came to a point where we were both single and wanted to try again what we started 15 years ago. Neither one of us thought we'd actually get to this point, but here we are, two love bugs. I love it. That's so cute. Of course, we are rooting for you guys. That's so cute. This just made me a little teary-eyed. Because we was a part of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's so cute. I love it. And I, and the the fact that the friendship is like the foundation mm-hmm. of everything is just so dope. And like even when they're together, like they just like homeboy and homegirl <laughs> with a side of it. Uh, right. Yeah. That's and I like that he said. mentioned that's her like, nigga. we watch right. each other go through different relationships, become parents. Like that's a whole nother ballgame. I love right? it. And life. still was able to eventually come back to each other. It's You're great. It's great. So we're rooting for you guys. I love it. This Clap year and every year after this year. <laughs> We got to have a big January 26th, like, anniversary <laughs> party. Right, it's coming up. Right, right. It's definitely coming up. All right, up. anniversary party soon come. <laughs> Davey has to have another. Betty has Betty, to have Betty uh, has birthday to have party. party. Yeah, true, right. True, true, true. So, so shout out to our past guests, Haley and Bosky. Yes. Check them out on those episodes. So we have the You Tried It of the Week. And it is hot off the press, actually. Um, so as we mentioned, we went to Dominique's birthday dinner and um, it was a wonderful time. We literally had like the whole back room it was about 35 of us um, nice to the point crowd. where we had 30 people sitting in one area and we had to have a whole nother table with about six other people over there. So anywho, the whole room is basically us. And then there's one table of five white men and three white women. Um, and, you know, we had a good time. Our bill was lit. The owners <laughs> and the waitresses was hand and foot doing everything that we needed them to do because mm-hmm. great, they knew their gratuity time, was time. about to be popping, which it was. Mm-hmm. Um, great service, great food. We had a good time. So we're leaving. We say bye to the um, table that's there. And so uh, Dominique's mother 
let her know. She was like, you know, they were talking about us at that other table because she was closer seated by the, the white folks table than we were. And I guess they said like, oh, they must all just be drug dealers and strippers. First of all, I wish I was stripping. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm making some stripper money right now. But the nerve of the mofos. Mind you, we was so nice to them when we were leaving. Like, enjoy right. the rest of your dinner. Have right. a good night. First of all, why do did they feel like that was the only reason why we would be at a high-end, upscale steakhouse establishment restaurant right. like that? Mind you, we was in there. Everybody looked like some money. Like, nobody Everybody was mess. dressed. We, were, we weren't being <laughs> ghetto. Right. <laughs> As per se, what they would... But, right. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I, it had me fuming. And so... I was like, Miss Nicole was smart to not, not to tell us nothing. right then and there because <laughs> it we would have been flipping so some goddamn ways. tables. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, because the nerve of you, like, the why? thought process. Like, mind your business. Like, enjoy. You had a table with your peoples. Enjoy each other. Why are you running right. us? Right. Right. And we spending money. Minding our business. Over a rack and more. That's so that's so sad. It is it really so sad because if we were at the middle table, we wouldn't look at them and be like, "Oh, they must be some a mafia family, right? Gangsters, <laughs> right? Right? Or they tricking out these three, these two bitches because it's Cause two it of was, them is five, five right. men. Right. It yeah. would have been the topic of conversation. Period. Briefly, but they would they wouldn't have been the topic of conversation because we all got our own shit. Absolutely, absolutely. We got lives over here. So basically. <laughs> The white folk table, you tried yeah, it. I tried it for real. Maybe next time you should have better friends or more friends and you can have the entire room like we did. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but I still was like, I'm not happy Miss Nicole didn't tell us yeah. right then and there. Smart anymore. move. Yeah, Very I'm, smart I'm move. actually happy she didn't tell us because I actually... I already knew what would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And I know the owner. Of, well, yeah, I know oh, the yeah. owner. And I already told my friend that I was going there that night. So she would have been like, <laughs> I heard you like, oh, my God. Like, were a- you a part of that big party? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need to tell her to tell the owner that that table is very rude. Don't let them back in. Uh-huh. Yeah. You can't sit with us. Because what it, they might be regulars. They might be regulars. But, but we, I mean, we'll it wouldn't even matter. We might run into it. Yeah, yeah we'll it might not again. even matter. But in any case... Shout out to Miss Blackman. <laughs> we got a QTNA this week. I do. This week, I want to know, since we're talking about live, I want to know, what do you love about yourself the most? One physical thing and then one non-physical That's trait. That's cute. Mm-hmm. I'll go, go first. first? Oh. Oh. I can go first. Go ahead. You go first. Um, so physically, my favorite thing about myself is my boobs <laughs> and my lips. And then one non-physical trait that I love about myself the most is my resilience and my ability to just keep pushing when life just be throwing all kinds of darts darts my way. (laughs) Dope. Um, Definitely my smile. And I would love my personality and my Mama Beck vibes that I give off to people that I know and people that I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm a very welcoming spirit. Um, People gravitate to me for some reason. And um, I love that about myself. Good. Joe? I was going to say my smile. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the other one would be uh, my genuine spirit. Um, You're a writer. Yeah. I'm very genuine. But all the things that... Honestly, I don't even know what type of personality or... 
uh, spirit that I give off. Right. But then when people come back and tell me, like, you're so genuine, like, you're heaven sent, like, you're dope, mm-hmm. you're all this, I'm like, really? Like, right. where? Am I? <laughs> yeah. Like, like I don't even notice. Honestly, it's so genuine. It's you and and right. I just yeah. don't even know what I give off every day. Right. But I just know that I don't get it back. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. That's, that's but, a you know, I love that about myself, that mm-hmm. everyone that I come across... Um, past what they all say the same thing like right. yo you are genuine you're, you're such one. a kind soul right. like so I and love even that. though you're not you don't always get it back you're still consistent I'm still consistent absolutely. and no matter how you treat me you're still gonna get the same me a- regardless absolutely yeah. We can attest to that. Yeah, definitely can attest. <laughs> right. That was good. I felt like that, that was, was an important question, question since that we're was. talking about okay. love because you know loving ourselves is the first. Absolutely, because if you don't love yourself, it's going to suck in a relationship, and then you're not. It's just not going to work. But we don't know how to receive it or give it out. Right, this is true. So we're going to cut to commercial break, and then we will be back talking about the full little word. Take a listen. Yo, this is your boy Franco, and this your boy Ray D, aka the Pod God, and we are the host of Dad's Dad's Talking Talking Shit Shit Podcast. We're going to say Dad's Talking Shit Podcast. Let's just say Dad's Talking Shit. You're right. You know it's a podcast. You're right. We're a podcast that talks about everything and anything. Anything from pop culture to politics to social justice to sports. Our children. Lifehood. Life this podcast is definitely not for solely dads. No, it's for women as well. We got a lot of mom dads out here anyways. Mothers taking the place of fathers. So. I was going to say, wait, mom dads. That doesn't make yeah, sense. It does. Mom dads. Pretty much this podcast for anybody and everybody. So, you can check us out on all major streaming platforms, iTunes, Speaker, iHeartRadio. You can also follow us on all social media platforms. Instagram. I didn't even say Dad's Talking Shit. With Dad's Talking Shit. Instagram. Dad's Talking Shit. Facebook. Dad's Talking Shit. Twitter. Dad's Talking Shit. And it's our Gmail. Yeah, you can't Gmail us. All right, y'all. Tune in. Salute. Salute. All right, guys. So, we are back and we are talking L-O-V-E. So I wanted to start off first with the Webster's definition of what love is. Um, The noun is a strong affection for another arising out of kinship or personal ties, affection and tenderness felt by lovers. And then the verb is to hold dear, to feel a lover's passion, devotion or tenderness for, to like or desire actively, take pleasure in. That sound about right to you? Sounds Sounds about about right. right. It does. (laughs) And I have the biblical, well, some biblical um, forms of definitions for love. Yeah. I feel like love is the highest form of expression. Mm -hmm. Love stands for move. Love stands for more than just romantic attraction or strong feelings towards towards those that are close to you. Um, Also stands for truth, respect, and obedience. Mm. Live a life of love, Ephesians 5 and 20. There is no fear in love, 1 John's 4 and 18. And of course, you know, um, God so loved John 3.16. And what's the um, other one? Like love is patient, love Love is is kind. kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It holds no record of wrong. What else is it? Ooh, listen Shout to out you. to Bible right. class when I was <laughs> right. a kid because it literally stuck. Right, right, right. I, I had asked on um, Insta, like, what is love? And somebody, shout out to Shakira, her response was the scripture. 
Oh, okay. that good. Yeah, that's scripture. Right. She just yeah. scripture and I, was like, I don't know where it's at in right. the Bible, but I know that's what it's saying. Yeah. Can um, I add to that before we move on? Absolutely. Because, you know, there's so many different types of love. So I just wanted to point those out. We got storage, which is familial, familial love, you know, your family. Yeah. Eros, which is sexual, passionate right. love. Mm-hmm. Philia, which is friendship like us. Yeah. Agape, that's universal love. So that's being able to, you know how you be you say to like a random person that you don't know, like, oh, I love right. you or something like yeah. that, you know. Right, right. That's agape. Just like universal. love for mankind. Right, right, yeah. right. Exactly. Humanity. Love for mankind. You have ludus, which is playful, uncommitted love. I feel <laughs> like that's like basically <laughs> lust. Right. right. Those are good. <laughs> Definitely. Then there's pragma, which is practical love, which is like, I forget how they explain that one. Practical love. I think that one makes was sense. Basically, basically like old people who've been married okay. for so long. You know how like they are not really having sex and stuff, right. but they still have like that friendship. That, that friendship. For each other, lo- yeah. I'm loving you for other reasons mm-hmm. besides you know right. the sex and like when you have like arranged marriage, marriages. Facts. Right. That's what the pragma Learn is. Learn to love. And then philosophy, which is self love. And I don't know if I said that right, but sounds philosophy. good. Philosophy. That was really so good. much love. Yeah. Yes. So um, I have one. So I had posted. What does the love mean to you? And I'm going to read this one um, description because it was just so dope when I read it. And I was like, dang, (laughs) love is like being in a car in the passenger seat without your seatbelt on. You're enjoying the ride, but you know you're not safe because you're not in control. However, a passenger is being the passenger is the best part. I like that. Yeah. And that was from Damien. It's seven, seven on. Yeah, I saw that. And I was like, like, that is exactly how love is. You're just. And you love the you're just there for the ride but mm, you know that so at any scary. time they can press crash. on that brake <laughs> you're going to crash through that window but you Whoa. don't right <laughs> mad, mad harsh no but think I about it think about because uh, you don't have the seat right on. but think about a heartbreak yeah. yeah that's like him putting a stop to the path that you were going and yeah. you're yes. going through that basically window basically taking a risk right it's it basically is. the risk that we take when we say you know i am in love with this person and this is i want to be with it's a risk <laughs> love, love is, is really blind, blind. it'll it take is. over your mind <laughs> what you think is love is truly night you better elevate, better and elevate. Find. <laughs> she told us so what does love mean to you you can go, Josh. Uh, <laughs> just thinking about it gives me it's so joy. It, but at it the does, same time, it's, it's like triggered. Uh, right. <laughs> it's bittersweet. Love is so complex, right? Yeah. So it's love of a parent. Like you absolutely love your parent, but then you hate them. You can't stand them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like you love your friends. Like what would you do without your friends? Like you love a guy or your girl. But it's like they bring me so much headache. But... You, they bring me so much headache, but you still have that love Mm -hmm. and appreciation for them. Like, I don't know, it's it's a such a uh, tug of war. Mm -hmm. Love conquers right. I think basically giving you the the difference between love and being in love, because regardless of how annoying Mm -hmm. and how much you piss me off, it's like at the end of the day, I still my feelings have not changed. Right. I will go right. to the ends of the world for you, right. regardless. regardless of what it is that you do to me. Right. I think it is so uncontrollable. Mm-hmm. Like you can't control your love for somebody. Right. Um, it like bursts out the seams. Like right. when you truly love somebody, like there's really no hiding it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy because yeah. like even with my friends, like in the group chat, they like, yo, you really <laughs> in love, yo. You supposed to be a thug. Like, this is just so not the Beck that we know because 
what is wrong with you? Like, what yeah. is you doing? And There's I just no be like, yo, it. I can't even. And it'll be things that I'm think I'm just saying just to say like, oh, look, this is cute. And they're like, nah, bro. That's what I was going to really say. Like, like, it presents itself in like all different areas of your yeah. life. You don't even realize. Yeah. Yeah. You don't realize. And it's just be like the littlest things just makes your heart flutter. Like, damn, I love this nigga. Right. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I, um, one of the questions I, um, Love looks like, and I'm like, mm. love looks like the face of kids on Christmas morning, like just yes. so, just yeah. so happy, and or you know the little video of the child and their parent that dad comes to pick them up every day, oh, and yeah, and the little yeah, kid yeah, yeah. runs to their father, yeah. like time. that joy yeah. that father must feel that mm-hmm. that kid is running to that the same reaction every, every day. Yeah, it's <laughs> that just, that's love. That's definitely a good example of what love looks like. How about you, Trill? <clears throat> what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> what does what does love, love mean love, to you? Yeah. Uh, love is, to me is just like you said, it's just so complex. It's, I think it's just this feeling of just being so full, mm-hmm. like just so yeah. filled up with emotion mm-hmm. towards another person. Yeah. It's an amazing feeling, and I haven't felt it in so long. <laughs> It's so, like that. that's why like we just sit here like, oh, oh, right, right. Like, like, I honestly can't, like, I can give you like that basic answer because, right. hey, I don't know. Right. I don't know what it's looking like right now. Um, right. So <laughs> I'm just like thinking to myself, but <laughs> I digress. Right. Um, <laughs> so how has your view of love changed over the years? I know for me, like when I was younger, it was like, oh, this is the ideal Thing, like oh we're gonna get married and mm-hmm. then we're gonna have this kid two years later and then we're gonna do this and it's just so great like the Disney movies and I've realized through like watching my parents who were married for 30 plus years and watching other different situations like it's more than that mm-hmm. right, right um it's a true commitment to this person's soul and their emotions and their heart and it's like now I have to move not only for myself, mm-hmm. but I have to take in mind this person's mm-hmm. feelings or, you know, how they would feel if I did X, Y, and Z. Like, right. it's not just me anymore. And I just thought it was just always, oh, the woman just gets what she wants. And, <laughs> you know, the guy follows mm-hmm. suit. It definitely doesn't work that way. It's yeah. a lot of compromising, a lot of communication, a lot of... So many layers. Right. And just like she said, being considerate. Before your own feelings, you have to be considerate of other someone else's feelings. Like, is this action that I'm going to do going to affect them? And right. it's just like, why do I even need to think of that? Right. Because, But that's a part of love. And that's a part of you know, being in love or loving, like you have to put their emotions first. Right. And I think that when you're in love, it's not even like an obligation, like, oh, well, it's let automatic. Me sure. It's just like, it's not even it's a what you want. To do. Yeah. Right. It's automatic. It's, it's mm-hmm. like, I can't hurt this person. Like, I'm not even going to do this. Or if you did do it, like, I have to come clean. Like, right. I can't keep this on my right. chest. Right. Right. You know what that makes me think of? You remember, um, what is that movie? It's Kevin Hart. Um, you got the guy Gary Owens and then oh my god, I think like a man. Is it thing like a yeah. man? Yeah, the first one. Yeah, okay, well, first one and yeah, it's yeah, the first one. Remember when they were like out together at the bar and then they was all getting ready oh, to leave yeah. and uh-huh. he Gary Owens, the white guy, was getting ready to go and one of them says made like a joke about him having to go home to his wife and he's like, no, hold on, like no, 
I'm going because I'm I want to. to. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I love I love my family. Mm-hmm. This is why I want to go spend the rest of my evening with. Right. And they all sat there like, damn, you're right. right. We right. want what you got. And right. we sit here right. looking stupid. I think that's the difference. Like, it's not, I'm not doing this because I have to. I'm doing it because I genuinely right. want to. Right. You really learn over the years that is love is not just the surface stuff. No. Right. It's so it's, much deeper. It's the soul. It yeah. really is the soul. Why am I tingling? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like feeling uncomfortable about I this know. topic. I feel it all love I'm like, and I'm like, I love love. I'm a hope it's romantic. Too. So yeah, I like I like this love shit. Even though so I'm not in we, it and I haven't been in so long, but yeah, I still am right. able to look at other people who are in love and just be like all heart eye emoji. Right. Like when you read um Fosky's testament of him mm-hmm. and Haley, I was just listening to her like, oh my god, I so cute. got teared up because I'm you know, we witnessed right. you know them and it's the just evolution like, of teary eye because like wow, this is really happening. And it's true. Like when it's true and it's genuine, you see it for real. It's just like, yo, I have hope. And you're rooting for it and you're yeah. fighting for it. Like stick you know, do everything you can to keep that together. Yeah. I have to ask, when's the last time that you've had that feeling of a love based on what we know now about love. Can you even say, can you still say, like, yeah, I was in love with that person based on what you know now okay, about pa- it? Okay. Cause okay. I was thinking this as I'm like thinking about the topic, I'm like, dang, like, I don't know. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. Okay. So <laughs> I truly in love. So I'll go first. So my first heartbreak, I thought I was so in love mm-hmm. until like I experienced my situation about power of the pen. And then when I experienced <laughs> my situation with power of the pen, I was like, I was really I in love, love with him. power to, with the pen. But the only thing with power of the pen is that power of the pen loved me first. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't too sure about the feelings. So when I noticed the shift, then that's his when action. Right. That's stuff. when I started waking up. And I'm like, wait, like, I think I love him. But and you then loved him. The, you loved him when but, he was too late. Right. Yeah. Do you think that you were really like realizing that you love him or were you about to miss the attention that you were getting because he was in no, love No, I did. Right, right. I did because I thought about like, I thought about like who he was as a man, what he stood for mm-hmm. and everything that he contributed to my life. But my mind frame, my mind frame at that particular time when he was in love with me, like I thought I was a horrible person. Like mm-hmm. emotionally, I wasn't fit. Like I didn't want to commit because I associated like being in love to losing my dad. Mm -hmm. And he actually was the first person to actually let me know about that, to identify that for me. Mm -hmm. And so I just couldn't really connect. Mm -hmm. So, but when I started like decluttering my life of those emotions, you know, with my dad and started figuring that out, like I like, wow, like I love this guy. But Thanks to him, like, I know what true love feels like. I mm-hmm. know, like, how a guy... Thanks to the power of the pen or thanks <clears throat> to your dad? Thanks to the power of the pen. Yeah. I know what true love feels like. I know how I should be loved. And mm-hmm. and I don't know if I'm ever going to find, like, that great love. But I don't know if it was a really great love because we really didn't love each other at the same time. So we really right. couldn't experience... Yeah. I don't think it was your, your greatest love. I don't it's, know. <laughs> Yeah, just from what I know on the outside looking in, right? And I feel like it's a good thing that you didn't go into it when you weren't ready, right? Emotionally, because then it would have just been a disaster. So I mean, granted, you loved him after he was already like over it, Mm -hmm. but I mean, (laughs) it is what it is. But at the end of the day, you still gain something from that situation Mm -hmm. because you able to find out who you are, right? You know, open those layers with you know the things with your dad and stuff. So. Um, trail, you could go. <laughs> yeah, my first love um, is also the father of my child. And 
the I always say like the reason we're not together today is because he's in jail. Mm-hmm. And while I don't, obviously I'm not in love with him like I was then. I was also young. One. Right. I do still have a deep love for him because he was my first everything. My friend, we have a child together. So I think that was good, real. But when I think about what I know about love now and think about when I thought I was in love with my last actual boyfriend, I'm not talking oh, about yeah. like situationships and stuff. Oh, my right, last, right, right, the last yeah. person I called my boyfriend. And this is why I always say I was in love <laughs> one and a half times. Right, right. <laughs> I did. I did love him at the time. But based on how I feel now and knowing that being in love with somebody, it don't ever go away. I'm like, mm. Was I like right. in love with him like, as much or as I just, thought? Or just it was a it was a cool situation oh, for that moment. That's very interesting. Um, you said it never goes away. Being in love never goes away. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm I'm no longer in love with Power of the Pen, but I know that I can't be his friend. However, mm-hmm. I you still love him. Like have love for him. Yeah, I pray for him all the time that God grants his you know his wishes and God protects him mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But when I see pictures of him, I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> even though I'm like, I'm looking at the ring finger though. I'm like, <laughs> it's bittersweet. Mary, huh? right. <laughs> it's bittersweet. It's like, Oh my God. Like, how could I do this to myself? But yeah, I, I think, yeah. Yeah. I, think I feel like true. that goes into the being a love thing. Like, yeah, you not, you're not the same. It's not the same. Right. But like you said, you still pray for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think about my ex unless right. I'm like, and I ain't praying for the topic either. comes no, up and it's like, Oh, okay. I remember, but, I'll be praying for Um, Yeah, my very first real relationship boyfriend. Um, I would, can definitely, there's two people on this earth that I could say that I've been in love with. Definitely my first um, boyfriend because he was like truly, like when you say like the friendship, it was literally friendship. First of all, mm-hmm. I was 17 when we first started talking. I think he was 20. Yeah. Or just turned 20. I was 17. And we just were friends, like communicating over face over MySpace. Mm-hmm. And then um, that summer before my first year in college, that's when we actually, you know, started dating. And then I turned eighteen, so he was like, "Okay, now I could take y'all on a date." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, you couldn't tell me nothing about that man. Right. Like, nothing. and even after, <laughs> literally nothing. Like, Trail could attest. Um, and then even after we broke up, we were still really, really, really great friends. Like mm-hmm. we did the whole back and forth thing. But then after we realized like, all right, we can't be together. Like he would tell me about the girlfriends that he was with. I would tell him about the guys I was with. Like, yo, Beck, you was tripping. Like, nah, you was right for that. Or and vice versa. Um, and then he got engaged. And the thing that it was like, dang, like he didn't even tell me that he was about to ask her because yeah. we're so like we friends, friends. Like I literally told you last week, telling you I went to the Patriots. Um uh, what's that thing? The parade. <laughs> but I'm like, all right, well, congratu- I said congratulations, and I haven't spoken to him since. And they've been married, I think, like two or three years. No bad vibes. Like, mm-hmm. if I ever see him in the street, like, hey, like, what's up? How you doing? I'm still cool with his family. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was my first love and my first heartbreak. And then the second person <laughs> I've been friends with, I actually was friends with him, like, in middle school. And Even then we before had a the random, first boyfriend. Huh? <laughs> As a before the first Right, boyfriend. right. And then we had a random, the team, well, it wasn't the team. Then it was se- the Sexy Six. We had a random hotel party, like the summer after my first year of college. And um, we was playing Truth or Dare and I got dared to kiss him. And then <laughs> like we just, we started messing around. Ever since then? That was like the first person I dated after my first relationship when we broke up. Started messing around, stopped, 
time passed. And then like, so I, I feel like I'm still in love with him. You are. I know, because this is like stop you right there. last week. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Uh, yeah, this Go is away. some some like so then he can, yeah, yeah you know tea. whatever. <laughs> it's kind of current, but <laughs> real. This is yeah. real tea. Kind of current. Yeah, yeah, we yeah like real, real current. Um, but yeah, I can definitely say mm. those are the two people that. I've been in love with. Now, do y'all think that, you know, they say there's only three people that we would fall in love with in our lifetime. Do y'all believe it's true? Well, I don't know. I feel like the concept and when they, you know, break it down to three levels, I, I, it makes sense. Right. But I don't know. Right. I don't know. You know, it's not working for me because I barely want to admit I like somebody. Right. So to, <laughs> to admit that I'm in love with someone, woo, child. Lord help her. Right. <laughs> and, you know, I said to myself after Power of the Pen that I would, like, not do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I would just love freely. Mm-hmm. But stuff really she still happens. Don't be doing nothing no. freely, yo. But stuff really happens. It's like situations just blocks me from being like, great. Oh, that's, oh, n- Oh, right, his shirt not t- tucked in. Oh, that's why I'm not <laughs> just looking no for feelings. a Right, I don't know. Pray She's for me. Like, yes. Know. Now, can you love two people at the same time? I personally, I, no. I feel like you can. I don't think, obviously, it won't be the same. Yeah. for each, and you're not. The love may not be as deep, but I think you can still. <sighs> I don't think. That's so. why I feel like we say it's so. It's a tricky thing because you're trying to figure it out i think right. you're trying to figure it out so yeah i think you can be in love with two but i don't think it's gonna in be. love with two or have love for so okay we'll get to that in a minute but yeah as far as being in love with two people i feel like i i can't yeah like that whole admiration and i'm gonna go hard for you and da, 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 i can't do that with two yeah completely. and yeah literally that's what i was gonna say when you have like a roster or a five or something like that you you're not giving all of them the same attention there's no way especially like for cancer there's no way i can put my focus all in like let's just say down to narrow it down to two people there is no way i could put my full attention to two people like i've tried it's it's not gonna junk is mad it is (laughs) it is because you really just really want to tell one person everything it's true Mm -hmm. and when you're with the other person you kind of think like oh i wonder what what so-and-so is doing doing, yeah yeah Yeah. that's why you can never like you i feel like you can love the two but you can never like they both are not gonna get your whole heart right. right I think one you can be have love for, right? But the other one you're in, in love, love with. Madly. As far as in love mm-hmm. for both, that's kind of hard for me to say. We have posted the question on our um, Instagram, and I just want to point out two comments that stuck out to me. I thought were really good. The question was, you know, can you love two people at once? And Lockstar Lifestyle, she said, I think it is possible because different people awaken different egos. Hmm. A person could love two people. Each one meets a different need, speaks a different love language. Although not ideal or recommended, it's possible. Which I agree with the... I like her breakdown. The part about each person providing something different. And it wakes right. a different love yeah. language in you. Yeah. And then that, yeah, Honey Ray, shout out to her. Um, she said, we are love. So it's very much possible to love two people, but not equally. 
because we are all unique. No two situations are ever the same. Mm. The definition of love must be redefined in 2020. Mm -hmm. If you won't die for someone, then you don't truly love them. Mm. Many are just infatuated and have the tendency to create a deep affection, but you only love one. Right. I agree with both of them. Both That's, points. That was deep. That last one. You, she said you're not, not ready to, to die for them. them. And I agree with that. I Listen. feel like that's really what <clears throat> being in love. More than I, I, I feel like know. that's part of it. I feel like that's part of what being up, in bang, love bang. with somebody <laughs> is. Because we talked about it. Being selfless and yeah. thinking about your feelings just like automatic without even yeah. thinking about it. I feel like dying for that person. Like if that person's in trouble and about to get hit by a car what's your first thought gonna be let me run and grab him out, out of the way of this car or fuck a bullet yeah. fly that's true if we it's can my say son here, I'm gonna yeah. grab him you know yeah. right. I feel like that's what being that's in love is that's true we could sit here and say otherwise but you know love is action right it makes you do and some our, things yeah, and our actions probably would speak louder than the words that we're mm -hmm. saying at this table mm -hmm. and I just know that I'm ready to see the king so same, same, <laughs> I'm gonna, I gotta right. do what I gotta do for Bay. <laughs> but I do absolutely agree that the word love should probably like, be redefined, redefined because true. it's not Everybody's what we all just need to what we know about love i don't think it's the same like we're all holding mm -hmm. on to our old thoughts about love right. i think right when you when we were younger right and i don't think like i know i have not i haven't been in love in so many years mm -hmm. i think it would have to be redefined for me especially like right. what does that look like am i even gonna be able to recognize it right when i'm in like feeling it it's true. Y'all got to tell me. Y'all gonna be doing me like I do Becca. Be like, <laughs> I think like, I can maybe love. I'm be like, no, I'm not. Bro. Like, what you talk about? What's mm -hmm. that? Right. No, but I think Re Rebecca recognizes it. She just she doesn't want to admit it. <laughs> but I think I can recognize it within myself too. But the oh, problem is, you're gonna be like, sec I feel like I will be second, second guessing, guessing if, right? If because it's, really what it's I'm like, wait, it I can be so conscious, so smart. I'm in love with someone, but I'm not actually sure mm -hmm. how the the ducks fall for that person. So it's like, right. hell no. Yeah. I feel like if I would be able to recognize it, cause you'll, I feel like you'll start to do different things and mm -hmm. you'll feel different. You'll mm -hmm. recognize that in yourself. So, but Joe, I would definitely second guess it. Are you saying that your love is dependent on how the other person feels about you? Not necessarily. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily. Cause regardless, you still have those feelings. However, right. what might, what may be dependent is if I express it or not. If I okay, but your words or your actions? Because I feel like you uh, still my, be expressing it. No, with my your words, actions. my actions are gonna. It's gonna, it's right. gonna say everyone's gonna know. They probably are gonna it know. Your right? Day -to -day they're gonna. Movement. They're gonna pinpoint. Everyone's gonna pinpoint. However, my words are definitely not going to. Yeah, just like a certain situation. <laughs> say it. Well, I'm talking about. Oh, oh, oh. I think this is a breakthrough. Oh, listen, wait till we done recording. Okay. 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 I didn't sit here and admit it. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just, okay. Nice. I hate You said enough. I'm all for it, sis. But yeah, That's like stupid. Your act I said that. I was like, you know, it's a word that drives your actions and the things that you do and how you move. It's just like, huh, you know, it's good. So I have another question. Mm-hmm. Can you be friends with someone you used to love? I think so. I just answered that. Right. right. You, but you just answered it. And I feel like it goes back into the whole being in love thing when I mentioned when you're in love with that person and it doesn't go away. Mm -hmm. I think that's why, you know how you'd be having like divorced couples who are able to still, not even if they got kids, right. even the ones that don't have kids, they're still able to like be a friend to or that person. Emergency contact in some cases, yeah. you know, you can still go to that person and talk about that person because you still genuinely 
care about that person's well-being. So, right. yeah, I feel like you absolutely can be. Yeah. So our social media, um, 52% voted no. Um, I think that it is doable. Mm-hmm. I feel like it takes a lot of time absolutely. after being with that person absolutely. to get there. And I also think that when you really realize in your mind, like, I know for a fact that we aren't meant to be together, you're okay with them being with somebody else mm-hmm. or them messing with somebody else because you know that this wasn't supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of how much we loved each other, we just know that this wasn't the thing. I think that makes it easier to be like, oh, okay, well, yeah, we could be friends. Yeah. I know um, for me, it's good. It's, I can't love you and then be like, okay, we're going to be friends and then actively right then and there be friends. Absolutely. Not. I have to literally cut you off completely and disappear and just have to redefine my day to day. Like if I get yeah. good, good news, I can't, you can't be the first person I decide that I want to text right. or, you know, when I see something great or something suggestive to your business or organizations you're a part of i can't be like, oh look i found this right. like i can't do that right now right because you still i feel like even in the long run that might you might have to even when you become like friends back. again you still have to have that those boundaries mm-hmm. still right but yeah that's definitely something that it's gonna take time mm, and Lord. you both have to be mature in a situation like you can't be friends if one of y'all still it has feelings like those kind right. of feelings because it's not going to work because you're going to always be trying to rekindle that yeah, or try to be petty like right. oh you was with right right right, right. right. and then eventually <laughs> the friendship just gonna fizzle like away altogether because <laughs> that junk is real life mm-hmm. petty is real life petty like, is <laughs> petty is real life yeah, yeah it is but like i said with my first relationship we went through the petty and the back and forth and then when we finally realized like we're good then it was straight then I was able to sit there and be like, nah, you was wrong. You need to forgive her or apologize mm-hmm. to her and make it right. Da, 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 da. Right. Like, but any time prior to that, <laughs> you would have never heard it come out of my mm-hmm. mouth. Um, what do you guys think about the um, the statement, learning to love someone? Mm-hmm. It's like, I know one of you guys mentioned, mentioned earlier their arranged marriage. Mm-hmm. That situation is like learning to That's learn someone. Legit. But can you like necessarily learn to love someone? I feel like in yeah. the process of getting to know someone... That I feel like that's learning. That's learning. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Learning. I was gonna say thing. I think maybe the verbiage is what makes us be like, eh, you can't learn to right. love, but you do it. Is what right. we're doing already, right? right. Because it has to you, grow, right? You're learning to like, and that like just is just love times right. a thousand. Right, just a that's the involuntary level. part. Like, right. I'm, you're making the choice to say I like this person, and I might even love this person, but the being in love and those all those extra emotions, that's the part you don't be having no control over, right? I think it. Um, I can translate it to I'm learning to accept you, flaws and all. Mm-hmm. That's kind of learning yeah. to love someone. You're learning their ways, their imperfections that you don't like. But regardless, you still love them. Mm-hmm. So that's what I translate learning to love to be. And you're learning this person not only within themselves. Right. You're learning yourself, mm-hmm. being connected with this them. person. Mm-hmm. You're learning the situation with both of you together. Yeah, mm-hmm. There's so many parts of the learning process. Mm-hmm. And you're learning each other when you were 20, when you were 25, when right, you were 30. Right. You're forever learning each other because we change as people. We, we evolve, change, right. you know, different situations in life affect us differently. 
um, you know, different traumas that might happen while we're loving each other. Mm-hmm. We have to forever. You should forever want to learn to love. Right. Because you're your partner and you yourself like are. That's why when people be like, oh, I'm not I don't know this person enough to get married. I feel like you have to remember you're never going to know this know person, this person enough. enough yeah. When you die, you still aren't going to know this person enough because like you said, you're changing every day, every yeah. year different situations come and they caused you to change. And then you have stuff that you haven't even experienced yet. You don't know how, what that situation is going to be like. So you're going to forever be learning your person. Right. You just have to be like, um, is this the risk that I want to take? Right. Do Are I love you this willing person to do the work? Absolutely. Yeah. You got to be willing to do the work. And yeah. you know how sometimes people be like, oh, I don't love, I, I, you're not the person that I used to love. It's like, I shouldn't be. Right. I shouldn't be the same person when we were 17 and right. in high school. You right. should evolve with me. I feel like, and I, but I feel like that goes two ways. It's like either you're saying you're not the person I used to love because that person is not the person for you anymore mm-hmm. or because you yourself haven't changed. So you're right. not able to deal with the fact that, yes, this person has changed and they're not, like you said, they're not the person that right. you used to love. Yeah. It's been so many years. Absolutely. <laughs> so many things have happened. Or you're not evolving with me. Yeah. As I grow, you're supposed to grow too. Right. Yeah, so love is a, a very complex thing. <laughs> I know. I love, love it. Oh I love it. I'm ready. Like scratching ready our scratching our heads. Like I'm definitely ready, I'm for, ready it. for it. Like I was telling you're ready the for girls, love. Like I am. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling I mean, the girls like I'm ready. Like for relationship, ready to be in love. So you know, you're ready to be openly in love. And what? What'd you say? You're you said you're ready for love, so you're ready to be openly in love in a relationship. What you mean, that's openly ready in love? Because <laughs> I've been on a sneak tip. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. That's just a question. Like I'm not yeah, talking think, about anything yes. in particular. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes, I am. And you, said I'm you're ready, ready for yeah. that. Ready. Um, I got all this love I in my heart. Do I have some to things to work on? Absolutely. As <laughs> being a partner, yeah. but as far as like loving somebody. That's checked off. So now is all right. How do I actively verbalize? Um, do my how does my action show that I love this person? Yeah. So to be continued. To be continued is right. <laughs> Definitely to be continued. Um. So yeah. Thank you for that. Was a good conversation. It was, and obviously, like we always say, it's one that can go on forever. Absolutely. Right? So we might probably have to do be a, a part two. Yeah. Do a part two with some males. So yeah. we get some perspectives of yeah. them. Males that are in love or ready to be in love. Or, you know, before something like that. But preferably in love and ready to step up and be right. We don't don't want no guests that like, ah, nah, I still want to play the field for another 10 years. Yeah, we don't want that. I still got it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So stay tuned. Yes. Uh, We have a few church announcements. The first, this Friday, January the 18th, we have the Trap and Vision Party. Make sure you guys come out for our vision board party. This is our second annual. It's Saturday. Oh, wait, yes. Yeah, sat- Yo, <laughs> I'm like, if it's not the it? date, it's the actual day. <laughs> it's Saturday, 1-18, January the 18th. Um, vision board party. Make sure you get your tickets. Trap and Vision 2, the numeral 2, dot eventbrite.com. Shout out to the Collective Vibe for throwing that with us. It should be a great time. Yes, by the time you guys listen to this episode, tickets is going to be getting ready to go off the market. Midnight, so you better... You better get them. Right. I seen that like 501 people viewed the uh, 
event. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so why you ain't order your tickets? Right. I mean, we good. And I keep seeing we females, like guys. I know. Guys. I want some guys to come. I think last year we had we had a we couple had collective guys. vibe. Like we had the collective <laughs> no. vibe, and then one extra one guy extra. in the back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And but guys, this is for you too. Right. You should have a vision. Right. Then you mm-hmm. find the girl there to right. make the vision come right. true. I tweeted that. These like, are the you want to meet new chicks. people. These are the kind of events you need to go to yeah. <laughs> to meet the person that you're looking for. This is true. And you could look at her board and be like, mm, that ain't aligned with me. Right. Exactly. <laughs> See what lines up. Next. What else we got We're trying to put on? you on some play. You don't yeah. want to take our advice then. Right. Whatever. Right. That's what you. <laughs> and then February 7th, we have our ladies in lace lingerie soiree. Super sexy event. This will be ladies only. There's only 25 tickets. First come, first served. Um, It's just going to be really dope. Shout out to Shayla Colwell. She's going to be doing some cheer dances with us. We have 87 Pixel coming out and doing mini photo shoots for each guest. Um, We have VIP, Very Intimate Pleasures, coming out to uh, do a few demonstrations and sell some different items that they have. So it's going to be really nice. Yeah, I'm excited about this A pre-Valentine's Day vibe. And even if you don't have a Valentine, you could get that cheer dance routine popping. Right, because you so can be sexy you do, for yourself. Absolutely. You could do your cheer dance in the mirror, look at yourself and be like, yeah, bitch. Period. <laughs> or make a video and make you an OnlyFans page. Right? Okay. So many options. Yes, so many options. <laughs> so make sure you get your lingerie and you get your tickets for that at lingeriesoiree.eventbrite.com. Mm-hmm. And I think that's about it for us. Yes. Also, guys, make Make sure you guys, as usual, subscribe, rate, review. Make sure you guys submit to us your you tried it. If you're rooting for anybody, flat. If you got a QTNA, even if you got topics or something that you want to talk about, mm-hmm. hit us up in the DMs or email us at theteam7 at gmail.com. Hey, Joe, you have a positive line for us? Um, everything is love. Just love freely. Love everyone. Just love. Love, love, and more love. love. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. And until next time. Bye, guys.